Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters.
is a square party dealership for cars. Like that woman is able to ride on vehicles that will depend on my square parts. And I have to pay her my own energy needs out for the cost of the square parts. And it's about to or invariably increase the price of competition for the poor man. So I think we should stop trying, stop, stop living in denial of food. Let's ask people transport of uh, market produce too. From from the farmstead to the market, everything runs on petrol in this country because we don't have an alternative to petrol. Petrol is the live wire of Nigeria's economy. Petrol is what keeps us running because we don't even have Parts of life. So people run on petrol power generators, majority of us. So why would anybody imagine that subsidy, you know, at least the little subsidy we are getting on petrol, does not get to the poor? That's a fallacy. Now the question is, why is government still subsidizing petrol after all this year? Simple. Irresponsibility, corruption, and complete neglect of our oil and gas infrastructure. How can an oil producing country not able to refine its own domestic yield? And let me say this. All over the world, all over the world, I mean all over the world, China, North America, Western Europe, government subsidizes the production of hydrocarbons. So even how refineries functioning in Nigeria, Production level. What can be the canal intent is subsidy into production. Now, the problem with this subsidy is that we're subsidizing importation. That is the adoption. If we are subsidizing importation, and so it has no value directly in our economy other than just making our lives a little bit easier. So, nobody is comfortable with actually subsidizing importation. But we have to first stop importation. We fought over the subsidy because it's not the fault of Nigeria. It's not my fault, or your fault. And the refineries are not working. So the person who is responsible for the refineries who has failed to carry that responsibility should go and first do the meat food. Then we cannot talk about okay, how do we recalibrate this subsidy support towards agricultural production or even the refining process? Because as an oil producing country, we must, in matter of rights, fundamental human rights, enjoy lower price of petroleum than in non-oil producing country. The country that we cannot compromise, cannot sacrifice it. You cannot have a well of water in your family compound and then be better to pay for water at the same price as the person your neighbor who doesn't have a well wants to come and buy from you to pay for it. It is voodoo economics, it makes no sense. You are not buying the price the price of Toyota in Nigeria is not the same price in Japan. The price of certain goods that are important from China is not the same price in China as it is in because they have the advantage of being the part of this thing. So we must go back to the basics. Why are our refineries not working? Why is government not building more refineries? And that brings you back to the problem of Government cannot leave the means of production and try to the private sector. There are three key sectors that government must be fully involved in, fully alongside private investors participants but there are these key sectors that are the building blocks of our economy energy power and iron and steel the government of nigeria at all levels not just the federal government not just the federal government governments states local government federal government must be involved in petroleum refining for the purpose of energy security 
as much as they should be involved in power generation, distribution, and transmission for the purpose of energy security for industries and homes and iron and steel, so that we can stop importing iron and steel for water culture we can produce. So agriculture has to be revitalized, people have to be involved in all these things. And if the federal cannot do this, the government of Kobe, for example, complete it around the state rule enterprise, profitably. Secondly, let us not interrogate the Niger state, Niger Delta state government. How come no state in the entire Delta have a government? When there is no law preventing a state like Bioshock, a state like Delta, a state like Aquarius, a state like Rivers, a state like Umo, a state like Ondo, Abia, why do we not have a finalities of the So sometimes, if for those what I want, the provision of powers, we should make it to the public and public states. Why are state governments not investing their own peer allocation? That the potential percent generation in the construction of a finance that will give you more than the other. Imagine if it's like the other rivers, my other. Are able to pick up the need of Nigerians. Do you know how many billions of dollars we spend to the cost of this? The billions of dollars are spending to subsidize or to import. Imagine they're going to do several states in the other delta. Do you know what's happened to those states? If one man can be the defender, how come the state cannot be the defender? What is happening to our economies? So sometimes, why we think the government should fix its own finance and bring more? State governments. In the US, it is state when I tell of petroleum affairs. States, state run for state run for state. You don't have federal petroleum laws in the US, it is state petroleum laws. So why are state that are asking for the duration of power not able to build the finance? Look at the budget as many factories could be. That factory made that would take six months. Imagine that factory was on the front page of it. And I'm wrong. And just like what you said, Niger Delta as a whole. Imagine if that factory could be, it belongs to the state of it. What that means is that the billions of dollars are today and that would take this out of the building the best factory in the world. What kind of money is on top of the road, not in the middle of the world? The quality of public housing, quality of public school. Government has business in business, and government must do business. Government must run its own ways. As we have got this new big control, we don't have got millions of users. We just take it all down the road. So I, I'm still interrogating the future. I'm talking to all particular that you see. Change this philosophy. I don't want to have millions of users. Ten of the biggest oil companies in the world are state-owned. So they are the gas bomb of Russia, Petronas of Malaysia. Chinese National Oil Company, name it. They are state owned. If a company cannot run businesses, it has no business being in government. We should begin to have a team. So, for me, Absalom is right. All of them have raised issues, but they are right. But I do not think that the solution will be a strike or a protest. Let us have, let us start having a new thinking about to solve this problem once and for all. And let us put an agenda for the incoming government. You see, that will be a different person. By next day, we will be the election. Yes. Let both parties adopt this philosophy of government having business in business. And for the parties to permit that all of Accord Niger Delta, if government is going to take loan, let them take loan to build finance. I can bring in money in the day. Don't take loan to build railway. No, no, no. Build the finance. Go back to the profit of the railway. Airway is a social project. 
It's not a capital project. You cannot pay back those loans. So if you want any loan at all, put it in the finale. Children have a red case. How much is all like a wafty? The bottle fill it up, please. I don't borrow money and design. We put on this market. So if you're taking loans, put it in things that they can bring in direct revenue, immediately, waiting revenue. And so we need a new set of thinking. Because that's what I know about it. They didn't prepare for today. You see, when this government came in, you can't and decide to move forward initially. And the top price shot off from 87 to 165 naira. I raised the concern and said, this will continue to go up. Because you don't have the means to control the production. You are depending on importation. Now, apart from the fact that the oil market is not. But you know they were still paying. Sorry, initially they were calling it on the recovery. No, at first they removed the complete. Okay. And predicted that the price would come down 1.5. Due to market forces, okay? You are not in control of the market forces. The limit to which that that Facebook can apply is because you are dependent on importation. And for the state differential, we continue to be created at this naira because the pressure alone on importation of petroleum products, this level, even on 19 billion liters per annum, 19 billion liters. That's what Nigeria is set to consume. That alone will make the naira continuously fall against the dollar. But the pressure to get dollars to run import. That alone will keep the price continuously going up. So, so it's not going to come down. But when the price went up beyond one percent, the money flow went beyond one percent. The government could not summon the courage to increase the price because they knew that they are promised that the price would never come down and go. So, they let the record from that point. And the record became similar, they now have to adjust price upwards to what they are paying now. But the under recovery is so that if you allow the real price to apply, it's going to be almost 400 naira per liter, which is unrealistic. In Saudi Arabia, every Monday I just general price. The subsidy. Every single month, bring that the price and the cost. Even more subsidized. But because they have the capacity to produce, refine, and market. So they're in control of the pricing mechanism 100 percent So they, they look at the social factors as okay, since the cost of production has increased to this level, women are going to undertake to pay social so number of reals to make the price still affordable. But they know that NIT affordability. It's what is the real issue in energy security. It is about vulnerability. Without that, you can have a political crisis. A country can go, can, 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 can become a failed state overnight because of high cost of energy. It is that serious. That's what keeps us alive. That is the oxygen of our economy. And so those that are warning know what they are saying. So government must be serious. You cannot talk about good subsidy at this time. We are still driving next week. I watched a meeting on Nigerian government forum last night. I saw them alighting from different exotic SUVs going to discuss what's up to the world. Drop those SUVs first. I'd go and buy nursing vehicles, saloon cars, governors. One each I'm using first. Cut out the presidential fleet. Cut out the cost of running government. Cut down all of these excesses first. Then we can now begin to talk about okay, what's it, what citizens need to sacrifice in the immediate before we restore our refining capacity, which is a shame. It's an abomination. It is a sacrilege that an oil producing country is importing the refined petroleum product. That is the proposition we have. But again, I do not think strike or even protest can happen because there's nothing we can do at this point. So, so if I may also chip in, uh, Mr. Martin, uh, we are expecting Dangote's to come on screen. Maybe we need to see for what they can do. And we also don't forget that we also have three modular refineries. One in Edo, another one in Akari, and what is the other one? So isn't it too premature for you to say that you have a 
No, the, the, the thing is, the body, the body, the body of government is not. And you can see that they wind up ourselves. The NFC, NFC, NFC. We expect that when these refineries come up, no, no, that's a, there, 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 there are two things you must consider. There are two things you must consider. These refineries combine so fast, they cannot meet up And there's no guarantee that the price will come down. Because, except what puts in place a policy that gives crude oil to these refineries for domestic production at discounted rates, there's no guarantee that if you buy crude at the price of international markets, at the rate of international market prices, for many from the Nigerian uh, authorities that they can sell anything so that the division will not be so much. One of the shipping costs and the landing costs will be so much. And if that country can sell it to petroleum outside of the country and make more money, it is not only it's not only any obligation to sell things. That's why the state must come in. That's why the state comes in. The state must come in to put certain parameters in place to make sure that that will take Private or other government refineries, and even any other government refineries, who sell petrol at particular price that is measured with certain factors of affordability, accessibility, and affordability, which means that you have to buy petrol at an affordable, knowing the fact that you know the amount you earn at what we call it minimum wage, you know the, you know our standard of living, you know, so you need to price this a commodity so that it won't disrupt our meager, our modest standard of living. In fact, because of Nigeria, it is already with a poor standard of living, very, very poor, very low. So anything that would disrupt it would be catastrophic. And government might lose the point of legitimacy. If you increase price of petrol to the amount we are hearing them trying to increase it, even some of the most well-paid Nigerians cannot afford it. So we have come to this is like the ultimate consequence of our foolish economic policies since 1999. This is not the government. The refusal to fix the batteries since 1999 is what has brought us to this level. So at this point, this government also came in and added to the problem. But we need a new set of thinking. And we set an agenda for the incoming administration. Both leading parties should adopt and commit to this principle of women having business doing business. Otherwise, we will still have the we'll this conversation forever and there will be no solution. Something that the uh, successive governments have been arguing, oh, we don't have any business paying subsidy, we are going to do subsidy, they are not going to do subsidy. And even the ongoing issue. Since 1999, it's been there. So, what is the solution? Government to change is a chronic problem. The government can no longer afford to leave the means of production. You should wait for the incoming government because this one is not. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm saying, even if you don't strike, it only it should be in that position where you have no availability, it should be short activities. And it might lead, it might lead to something more than NSAS as current whatsoever. And I have that fear. So we need a conversation now towards thinking the rethinking the flawed economic philosophy that brought us down the road. But in the meantime, I think the government actually suspend and prioritize petroleum subsidy until a new government comes in that will start the process. Of a one look at capacity so that we won't have to pay subsidy for too long before we begin to uh, become sufficient to find control of because if you ask me between something that is one and answers and for government to continuously strain itself to pay, I think much continue to pay subsidy. It's about nine point uh, something uh, million dollars for the possible to revamp the finance. 
That is why the issue of corruption comes in. I can you advocate what I want to come in? I'm not saying that it's not. What is wrong with our system? We need a woman that is good enough to take care of it. That's what we can correct. And another thing, you talk about a government doing this, a government You know, there were, during the present person's first time, they tried to advertise the government. And the NLC, they tried to spread. Yes. And that they had to report it. So, what should be done with this? You see, for that, you don't have to feel you can't publicize a rotten state-owned enterprise. You must run a state-owned enterprise to a level of high efficiency capability to deliver goods and services to the people. Because we are seeing the situation whereby the finances are not working, yet the workers are inside. That's because government is not doing business. And what is it that you don't do that? If you put the bank or pay the workers from the profit from the finance, that's what I'm about. So, that government owns business, that government is doing business. Some people confuse the fact that government is only refinery, pay salaries. That's the point I'm making. They're not doing business. You see, government doing business starts with making public sector efficient, reform of the public service, government making common sense decisions based on economics and not politics. That is what is meant by government doing business. So, another example, the government is able to run its own refineries efficiently, very efficiently. Government cannot say that we want to expand these refineries. But we need capital. So what do we do? Who is interested in partnering with us? Bring social amount of money. We have social amount of money. We want to expand these four banners to 20 in the next two years. So your capital will come in. So if we expand, you make a profit, you make a profit, and plan goes on. Win win. Now, that is also a form of big business. But what we also we we'll always retain equity in all of this inventory because one, we want to convert it on part of the equity too. Subsidy, what's about my profit for you to bring down the price of the job for my citizens? Because the ability of citizens to live a good life is profit for government. Secondly, we also have revenue stream from the same business, the value to export from petroleum abroad. Now, if you don't want NMPC in that manner, you want to have serious investors coming in. That was why presidential failed. You know, when the music of thinking you cannot bundle public enterprise like you to write it, no. No serious investor will come to it invest in any economy that the public sector is not working functionally. No. That's why when Saudi Arabia Saudi Aramco, which was emerged as the world most valuable company in 2018, as a state-owned enterprise, a year later when they wanted to divest 1.5% of its sales, not one and a half percent, out of hundred. It was subscribed by over four trillion dollars. People are interested, people are eager to invest in Saudi Arabia because they know it is successful. I don't have people that have been on sale forever. No, no sales investors want to buy. It's not necessarily a very bond enterprise. What would I be doing? Nitel was not successfully sold. Mm-hmm. Now, the people that came to buy enterprises in Nigeria were still uh, what to call undertakers, what to undertakers. Those are who are just committed as agents of state capture. Now it failed. You see, it didn't actually pop to around. Nigeria always failed as public. It failed more as public. Now, so I want to go to Nigeria anyway. The attackers have been buried completely. But if you have been rolling Nigeria Airways efficiently, the same way after the government is running from air efficiently now. Actually, you want to divest yes. Companies will be running after you to buy it because they know it is efficient. The day uh, Ethiopian Airlines decides to divest yes to the, to the public, so Ethiopian Airlines is a state owned enterprise. The day they decide to sell, they want to sell. Efficient. Efficient. The day they say they want to sell shares, the investors of the world will be 
jumping over themselves to go out and acquire estate. Because they know it's profitable. When you put your one, two, three billion dollars in the air, you can sit down and cross your leg monthly, you get your dividends. But rest of the refineries, you can't. So you can't privatize when you've got one way is not doing business. So it takes a government to do business. When you privatize efficiently. So when the government is doing business, does not mean you're going to shut out point investors. It's not it's not it's not socialism, it's not communism. It means government is serious enough to galvanize, run and pay its own part efficiently. And behind of even the private sector individual in the role of the economy. That's what we are trying to say. We have taken this fallacy too far. She went down system and it didn't only business. Let me give you that example. To show you how you know the audience to have anything is very, very important. We bought the PIA here. Somebody was saying yesterday that LMP is not a private company. And I'm laughing. Look at the quality, the caliber of people that the president appointed into the board and manual tenants. You bought back the make the from the state, all the members of the you retain most of the structures. In the board, you don't bought the wife of the former government. I rewarded that with one of the board. This is a government that is not. This is a government sipping on the Even if you don't pay me, look at the government that is still on the This is what I'm saying. Mrs. Okariba is qualified to be anybody in this country. But she should be appointed based on her skill, her skill set, her qualification, her credibility. And what can do this? And it could have even been the DG of Nigerian Education Agency. You can hear that thing. But I do not know her distance in oil and gas enough to tear part of the board of NNPC. This is what I'm talking about. In order to do business, we will not do this. We don't want people based on friendship into critical sectors of the economy like the NNPC. So this is what is meant by government doing business. It will not be nepotistic, it will be sectional. It's policy decision will be guided by economic common sense, not political expediency. So that's what that is the cardinal of community business. I have no option. This thing you are saying more than banditry, more than terrorism, more than I hope, has the capability to destabilize this country. This thing you are saying. Another one should is warning. That one should be taken seriously. So government should go and look for how to maintain this subsidy at this level. So that we endured increase in price to 165. We're going for how to sustain it until a solution is found. Any increment in price will be disastrous. Yes. Uh, I want to agree with you because you are heightening the tension. Nigeria's GDP has good potential of 100 billion dollars with way interstate connectivity. Nigeria's GDP has good potential of 100 billion dollars with way interstate connectivity. Yeah, it is a, it is a, it's a possibility because it will unlock all the potentials, integrate economic potentials within the country for effort competitiveness. But again, these rail lines will have to be connected using the poli a policy that is guided by economic policy. Don't just take a hint to your village because you are leader of the river for transport for the president as a commander in chief. You have to, I mean, imagine linking Kano and another and then extending from about to Patakos, which is nearest seaport. And then you transport heights and speed from Kano to Aba to the shoemaker to process into shoes and take it to Patakos, export it to the west coast of Africa. And then the circular flow will come 
shoot for that upward through uh, about Antucano that's linked by the, the continuously expand jobs along that value chain. This is one example. At the many examples of one, we should need to integrate Nigerian communities within. What I was against linking Nigeria to technology children before completing the internal rail network within the country. When you do that, you cannot begin to export computing. And rail competition is key to the movement of goods and services. It's more sustainable than road transportation. Yeah, so so this is a very, you know, I think this report is something that policymakers will take note of and act on it. This is like an open app. I would hope uh, people are listening and reading too. Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Welcome back. This is Inside Nigeria. Thank you very much. recently changes the stance on some of those issues by now calling for an outright military action against terrorists. And I think the government seems to always take a from what everybody is saying, but because the president is changing from what the president is public knowledge. Uh, the, once the one would everybody decided that those people are terrorists and the people are terrorists, the government has done so. So I hope that actions will now be taken to bring about the closure to the incidences of bloodletting in that state. But beyond that, I think the mental minded and it seems to have transformed in that state of government. That is quite commendable. It means a lot can be done even within the military system. Of the state government. So that is quite common. 
Now, on the issue of why we want to let anyone impose themselves on the that is the responsibility of the president. We are a democracy. And the question of anybody trying to impose himself shouldn't even arise. But the best way, the best way for the president to carry out this vow is to cite the electoral partition law. Once he does that, nobody will be able to impose himself or herself on Nigeria. So the president has the opportunity to actually carry out this law, which nobody will be able to impose himself on Nigeria. Some, some people have been insinuating, even though I do not like what of insinuation, I'm talking on facts. That would be referring to the gentleman on the front page of the story of the story, a uh, photo story on the front page of the telephone, who has come out to inform him who wants the president of the and who is going around, you know, in a majestic, you know, in a very confident manner, and uh, in the middle of occasions. And who seems to be the front runner now in Scotland? So, could it make a reference to him? Because in what he said, he has somebody that is his preferred candidate and not need But beyond those speculations and opposite uh, theories, I think that the best way to carry out this file is to sign the electoral article and mandate an electoral election to be the moment that is the federal of the wishes of the European people. That will be the only legacy. That will get his name also within the new letter as his wishing at the time. Yes, as he's going that he will not enlighten and let anyone. I hope he will tell me what's going on. And that's what I'm saying, you should sign the letter after that. Find anybody, including himself, and post anybody or not. Yeah, as for the Tinibu story, I think Tinibu has done, has taken the right step in opening up to say, I want to be president. It's something we need to begin to see who come out to say, I want to be. Not somebody asking to come out to This is a good step. Whether or not Nigerians will accept him is a different body. But I think he's beginning to take certain steps to realize his ambition. And that's, that's, that's absolutely not wrong with that. If I open his right to that, go around, he's going to state, playing this city for something. So, we all want to president like Tinibu should continue along this line to do his part now, go out, control, send your candidacy, send your manifesto, tell people why you want to trust him. And as long as the president keeps the door, allowing the left playing field for everybody, I'm sure everybody can manage who actually wants to. So I think it is a good thing that Tinibu is doing for the next election, making us you know, more anticipatory about the supposed of our next election. So I think everything is working out for me, provided the president keeps the right for looking at the next election. Wow, thank you so much, Mr. Mighty. Thank you for speaking. Time to be here today on Inside Nigeria. Well, Bias, this is where we end today's uh, program, Inside Nigeria. It's been a roller coaster. It's always a pleasure to be here. <laughs> 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 Thank you so much, Bias. Um, we hope to see you same time next week on Monday. And Bia is wishing you to have a beautiful weekend and, of course, stay safe with your responsibility to stay safe. Thank you so much. My name is Remains This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.